Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to The John Cordray Show, number 53. Today I'm talking about stress, the good, the bad, and the ugly, coming up in this episode of The John Cordray Show. This episode of The John Cordray Show is brought to you by Keep Calm Academy. Keep Calm Academy is an online membership course where you will learn to keep calm from anxiety, stress, anger, fear, depression, you name it, all from the comfort of your home, from your phone or mobile device. Make sure you log on to keepcalmacademy.com today. If you want your free kit, there is a survival kit as well at johncordray.com. Make sure you go there, log in, and check it out. It is there for free. KeepCalmAcademy.com. All right. Welcome back to the John Cordray Show. My name is John Cordray, and I'm your host. I'm a national certified therapist, and I'm the calm expert. If you need help with keeping calm, you have come to the right place. I am so thankful for you. If you're new or if you've been listening for a while, you are awesome. You rock. You really make my day, and I appreciate you spending some time. Well, you might already have noticed uh, something different. If you listen to some of my episodes in the past, I normally have a very nice lady from the UK doing my intro and my outro. I'm doing a little bit different. I'm kind of taking over. I, I, <laughs> that sounds kind of mean. I'm taking over. But, you know, as I, the more I do this, the more I'm, I'm doing my podcast and, and really kind of defining who I am, my personality, my brand, uh, I like exploring and challenging myself and experimenting. So what I'm doing is kind of ex- experimenting with my podcast. Here's my theory. Uh, I, I'm going to continue talking about uh, various m- mental health topics like anxiety, stress, uh, anger, you name it. I'm going to be talking about that. I'm going to be, every so often, I'm going to have an interview uh, that I'm going to bring on a guest that I think would be great for you to listen to. But I'm going to do some other things that are going to be different. And that my intro, my outro is going to be a little different because I want to make it shorter. I know a lot of you listen, and some of you, some of you go all the way back to number one. And that's awesome, and I, I appreciate that. And you're listening over and over, almost like binge watching. If if you uh, if you ever watch on Netflix, I know for me that's what I do. I watch Netflix and I binge watch. So I might watch uh, one show, but I might watch multiple episodes in a row. And the ones, the episodes that annoy me are the ones that had the long intros. <laughs> it's like I've already listened to this, I already watched this, so get on with it. So I've decided, at least to try, on a trial basis, to make my podcast episodes, the intro a little bit shorter, and my outro shorter, because I, you know, if you listen to it a lot, then it's the same thing over and over again. It's not really special. 
So I'm going to do um, a shorter intro, and that way if you want to listen to multiple episodes in a row, you can do that. I'm going to still keep my format at around 20 minutes or so, 20 to 30 minutes or so. Uh, but I, I'm just experimenting with the the intro and outro, the music uh, that it fits me, my personality. It fits my mood. <laughs> I might change it up as I go. Uh, but that's mo- what I'm kind of the things I'm, I'm thinking about. And as I am in, entering into 2016, I spent some time. Uh, over Christmas uh, and New Year's, and I spent some time reflecting and really thinking through what, where do I want to be in 2016? What do I want to do? And my answer to that is I want to spend a lot of time online because 2016 is my goal is to transition to be completely online. Now, some of you might know I'm a therapist. I own a private practice. And that's going well, but I have found ever since I've come online with my podcast and, and on Periscope and Snapchat and social media that I'm able to help way more, 10 times more people, more than that, people than I can see in my office. And so my goal, my passion is to really work hard in 2016 to be online completely. Now, what does that look like? What does it look like for me to be online? How do I support my family on that? Well, that's where Keep Calm Academy comes in. Uh, I have been working and I'm still working on Keep Calm Academy. It's a membership site. It's a yearly membership. You will, uh, if you want to be a part of it and learn from me, I will teach you how to keep calm if you have anxiety or depression or stress or anger or fear, or if you have panic attacks. My goal, I'm putting my heart and soul into Keep Calm Academy. And it's a you'll watch videos, you'll listen to me on audio and things that you're not going to hear on the podcast or on my Periscope. I go into much deeper detail uh, and it, it is, it'll be very much like having a therapist in your pocket whenever you want 24-7. And I have just want to do this. I've had a lot of great feedback. And if you're wanting to know more about Keep Calm Academy, then certainly go there. You can check it out on my website. You can go to keepcalmacademy.com. You can sign up to be on my focus group. So I'm, I'm really listening to the people in my focus group. They're a great group of people who, just like you, struggle with stress or anxiety or anger or what have you, and they're helping me, giving me ideas, and I'll ask questions, and they are just really helping me uh, come up with something that is truly amazing, that will truly help your life. I believe that. And so my I'm, I'm going to launch Keep Calm Academy February 1st of this year, 2016, and my goal is to launch it. I may not have everything in there, but I will continue to upload and, and work on things and tweak things as I go. And the other thing I'm going to do in addition to Keep Calm Academy is offer group counsel or group therapy, not counseling. Uh, it's not even, I said therapy, didn't I? No, it's group coaching. And <clears throat> what it's going to be, because I'm a licensed therapist, I am restricted within the bounds of my state in Missouri. And so I cannot officially do therapy or counseling beyond the borders of my state. 
but what I can do is offer coaching. Now, coaching and counseling are different. They are definitely different. Uh, but I am able to do coaching, and I'm going to open up group coaching so I can uh, coach m- multiple people at the same time. And that is either you can either do that separately from Keep Calm Academy or the coaching will be a part of Keep Calm Academy. It just depends on whether you want to be a member of Keep Calm Academy or not. If you're a member of Keep Calm Academy, the group coaching will be free. But if you're not a member of Keep Calm Academy, there will be a fee. I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm working on it. So that's how my dream is going to come true. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to hustle. I've got coaches that coach me on business uh, and mentors that I'm learning from, and I'm very, very excited. And so that's what I've been working on. So what's your 2016 going to be like? What are your dreams? What are your hopes and your desires? And my guess is uh, on a, at the top of your list is to work on your stress. My guess is that you want for 2016, you want to have less stress and more calm in your life. And so I am dedicating my life to help your dream come true. So if you have stress or anxiety or anger or fear or panic or depression, whatever you are struggling with, or maybe all of the above, I've talked to a lot of people and they said all of the above. And so my goal, my passion, my desire is to put my heart and soul into Keep Calm Academy, into my podcast, into Periscope, into social media. And I am the calm expert. I'm going to help you. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to come alongside you and cheer you on as your chief encouragement officer, your CEO. And that's why I'm here. And so I hope you're following me already. If you're not, follow me. (laughs) Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Snapchat. Follow me on Periscope. All at the same handle. It's at John P. Cordray at John P. Cordray. You can go to my website at johncordray.com as well. So I've got a lot going on and I'm very excited and passionate about it. And I'm beginning a lot of great feedback. It's been amazing, humbling experience. When I hear somebody from, from different countries and they contact me and they reach out to me and they said, well, you're that one episode that you did really spoke to my heart and and it's really changing my life. Or they'll say, wow, I'm following you on Periscope and, and you are the person that's helping me get through my anxiety. That blows my mind. That excites me that I am so honored at that. And so if you're new to me, if you're just kind of coming on and wondering who is this guy, I really hope you will spend some time to get to know me. Because I think you'll realize that I'm not, hey, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I'm very humbled. But you've got to find somebody in your life, somebody that you listen to or somebody that you watch that will guide you and help you and encourage you to keep calm. And I hope that's me. And a lot of people are doing that and they're discovering that I am authentic what you hear on podcasts or what you see on the Periscope, that is the real me. I can be a little dorky sometimes. <laughs> I love being like a kid. 
I, I love comic books. I love Marvel comics. I love movies and pop culture. All the good stuff. That's life. Things that make you come alive. I'm into. And I love it. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a little dorky. But you know what? That's a part of who I am. That's my personality. And I don't hide it. I'm not hiding behind anything. It's the real me. And so I want you to get to know me. And as you do that, reach out to me so I can get to know you back. It's all about community. It's all about relationships. And if you feel like you're all alone, I don't want you to feel that way anymore. I'm here. I've got your back. Reach out to me. Follow me. Okay? All right. All right. So let's get to the stress. What kind of stress do you have? Where is your stress coming from? Now, if you're like most people, your stress is coming from either relationships, a spouse, family members, your children, friends, your coworkers, your boss. So it could be relationships. Stress, your stress could be coming from financial, financial, and maybe your expenses are adding up and piling up. And it's after Christmas now, and, and you might have charged a bunch of things, and now your credit card's coming due, and oh, whoa, how are we going to pay for this? You might have a child going into college or private school, and you're paying a huge amount of tuition. Or you have to buy a car. You know, I, I'm going through this myself. I was in an accident. We're okay. But my car was totaled. And so now I either fix it or buy another one. And that costs money. So I know finances is huge. That's a huge stressor. Or maybe the third one, it's your job. It's your situation in life. It's your job. It's your home. Your apartment. Maybe you're renting and you hate your landlord and it's a horrible situation. I don't know what it is you're you're going through, but it's stressful, right? And so those are typically the three main ones. And you can add a fourth one to it, and that would be your health. And maybe maybe you got some really bad news from the doctor, and and you're just now trying to grapple with the idea that you're not as healthy as you once were. So we all have different situations in our life and stress comes most of the time. Stress comes when we least expect it, when we don't want it to come, when we say things to ourselves or we think things to ourselves, it's, this is not how it's supposed to be. This is not what I was thinking. I, this is not what I signed up for. And it's something completely different and it rocks your world in a bad way and it causes stress. You've never would have wanted this and you would never wish the, your worst enemy to be going through the stressful, stressful situation as you. But here you are. You've got it. And so your life is full of stress. What are you going to do about it? And so I wanted to talk a little bit about the good, the bad, and the ugly. yes. I got that from Clint Eastwood's movie, The Western, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I told you I was a nerd. <laughs> but stress is that way as well. Stress, there are some good parts of stress. Okay, let me just talk about this just for a very 
very small minute here. Stress, certain amount of stress is a good thing. You want some stress. Stress can be a motivator. Stress, certain amount of stress can get you going. You have a deadline, okay? Now, let's face it. If you didn't have a deadline, would you get anything done? (laughs) A lot of you wouldn't. (laughs) A lot of you don't get things done on time still. And so you need some stress in your life. To get you going, to, to finish those projects, to get those honey-do lists done, to finish the deadlines, to make sure you get things done. So you you need a certain amount of stress as that built-in motivator to get you going. So that's the good part. The bad part of stress is that too much of it can get you down. Too much stress can turn into depression or anxiety. And the ugly part of stress can actually affect your health. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Too much stress can raise your blood pressure. Too much stress can really cause uh, psychosomatic problems, which is uh, pain in your body, but it's coming from your emotions. Too much stress can cause you to not want to eat or eat too much. Right, That's the ugly side of stress. And so what I really want to encourage you, if you feel like that your stress is turned into ugliness in your life, it has turned you into somebody different. And maybe you are eating too much or you're not eating enough because of your stress. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep or you're sleeping too much because of too much stress. Usually, too much of anything, you have different extremes, either not enough or too much. But what I want to do is get you into that sweet spot, that balance where you can bring calm back to those emotions. And so whatever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you're facing that's bringing that tremendous amount of stress in your life, I want to encourage you to work on these few things. And what I mean by work on them, I mean work on them, practice. I've been saying this a lot lately. Your emotions are, think of your emotions like a muscle. You have to work at it. You have to exercise to get fit, right? We know that about our bodies. And a lot of you are really good at doing, keeping fit for your bodies, right? You're eating healthy, you're drinking lots of water, you're going to the gym or you're exercising. And so you, some of you are doing really good at taking care of your bodies, but some of you are doing a very bad job at being fit, emotionally fit. And you don't think that your emotions are like a muscle too. You have to work on them. You have to exercise your emotions. And so when I, I'm going to tell you some things I want you to do when you are experiencing a lot of stress. And I know you're going to be tempted to say, oh, yeah, well, that's just a bunch of baloney. <laughs> or you're going to be tempted to say, yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Or you'll be tempted to say, yeah, I'll remember that the next time I need to use it. The problem is, okay, yeah, you might remember it, but if you don't keep, if you're not using it, you're not developing that mental memory, that muscle mental memory. And so I want you to really take action here. If you really want to get rid of that ugliness, that stress that's ugly in your life, then I want you to do these things. Okay. 
All right. So the first one I want you to do, I want you to really look at your day. So when you get up in the morning, when you get up in the morning, I want you to ask yourself, okay, what are, what are the major things that I need to do today? And then I want you to think through your normal things that you do, the habits, the bad habits. And so the bad habits tend to override the good habits, depending on your habit. And so you might need to weed out, get rid of some of those bad habits in your life that you have. You know what I'm talking about, that bad habit of stopping on the way to work and you're getting a 50-ounce thing of soda. (laughs) Or you're reaching for that bag of chips. Or you're eating that pint of ice cream. Or you're, you complain about everything and you're negative about everything. You cut people down, you flip people off, right? Those are negative habits. So I want you to identify the negative habits in your life. And then what I want you to do is write them down. I want you to, I want you to own those habits, own them. And what I mean by that is take responsibility and write them down. What are your bad habits? And then I want you to to make a plan on how you're going to get rid of that bad habit and replace it with a better one. And so a life change is what I'm talking about here. You have to make a change in your life. If you have too much stress, you've got to make change. And you've got to be serious about it. And the first step to be serious about it is to write them down, but you don't forget about them. You put it somewhere where you'll remember. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. So if you, if you hate your job, first of all, I know what that's like, and that's not fun. But if you hate your job, don't complain about it to your coworker or to your spouse and do nothing about it. Write it down and make a plan of how are you going to make it better? Can you make it better where you're at? Or do you need to leave? Or do you need to come up with an idea to start your own business and be an entrepreneur? So you're in this hole, but you don't have to be stuck in the hole. It, it's, it all involves your, your, your mental state, right? You can give up. You can say, oh, there's no, what's the use? I just going to give up and I'll just go to work day in and day out, nine to five and, and run the rat race. But I will send you to the emergency room pretty quickly. It won't take long where you're going to have a nervous breakdown or you're going to be on disability because you have too much anxiety and stress. 
I know I have clients in my practice right now. That's what's happened. Because they didn't take care of themselves. And when you neglect yourself and your emotions, then your body goes with you. You don't want that. So write them down. Be serious about it. What do you want to change? Don't tell yourself you can't change. Now, a lot of people say, if you want to start a habit, it's 21 days. I don't know where that came from, but that's not necessarily true. Developing a life change habits. You, <laughs> you can't say, oh, just 21 days and you'll be fine. I mean, let's, let's say you want to, I don't know. Let's say, let's pick something. Let's say you want to start learning a habit, a new habit. You want to start a good habit and you want to, I'm just going to pick playing something. Let's say you want to pick up the guitar and you want to, you want to start the good habits by learning how to do the, you know, do it the right way. Otherwise you're going to learn the wrong way and it's going to be a lot harder to retrain your brain. So you say, okay, I have 21 days. After 21 days, I'm going to do this habit and then it's just going to be a new habit and I won't even have to think about it. So you pick up the guitar and, and you're strumming for three minutes and you put the guitar down and then you wait till the next day and you strum it again for three minutes and you do that same thing for 21 days. You see where I'm getting at? That's not going to be a, a habit. You can't learn a habit in three minutes. Okay, so you're getting the point. It, uh, to really make a lasting habit, it takes time. It takes commitment. It takes a mental mentality. It takes a desire and a passion and drive. And so I want you to write down those bad habits that you have, whether it's an attitude or it's an action that you do that are, that's negative or bad. And I want you to really list Pick out three to five of them that you want to change. And then I want you to list those three or five that you picked out in order and start with number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. And of those three or five, whatever, how many you have on your list, I want you to pick out the hardest one that you think for you is going to be the hardest to get rid of. Then that goes on the bottom. And the one that you think is going to be the easiest that goes on the top. Why? Why would I say start with the easiest and then work your way to the hardest? You're, you're working out. Think of your emotions as working out. You wouldn't go to the gym and start bench pressing 500 pounds. Duh, you wouldn't. So why would you do the same for an emotional weight <laughs> bench press, if you will? No, you would gradually work your way up there, wouldn't you? And so when you have this in your mind, this concept that your, your emotions are like your muscles, and if you're going to work them out, you've got to start a little at a time, be consistent and be, and, and be determined. You're, you're, there's going to be days where you're not going to want to do this, but you got to, you got to push through it. So start with the, the, what you think would be the easiest and work your way to the hardest. And that will help you begin your, your journey of working on your stress, bringing balance back to that stress. 
Remember, a certain amount of stress is a good thing. So if you, let's say you're in a job and you hate your job and you count your down the hours until you're out of there, or you're counting down the days until it's the weekend. By the way, it's a lot like a teenager in high school, right? Counting down the days till they're out. And if you allow that then to make you think that you're being discontent with life and you start to grumble and you start to complain and, and then you feel trapped and then everybody around you doesn't want to be around you because you're the cynical person. And so the stress has changed you into a different person. So if that's you, then I want you to be thinking about what little changes can you make right now to make your situation a little better. Here's a good one. How about take a full lunch? You get a lunch break. Why not take the full lunch? And then during that time, you listen to music or do something that you enjoy. Read a book, play a game. But in that lunch hour, you can be by yourself if you need that, if that's what you need to decompress and do something that you enjoy for that time. Don't work through your lunch hour. What are you doing? No, I have clients in my practice that say, well, I'm so stressed and I have all this anxiety, but I've got these deadlines. If I don't work through lunch, then I'm not going to get them done. No, you might be able to do that for a few days, but after a while, you're going to burn out. And if you burn out, there's going to be a likelihood that you're just going to want to quit. And that's bad for everybody. So you've got to take care of yourself. You got to water and nurture your emotions. And I know I have all these analogies, but you need them. You need to be reminded that you've got to take care of your emotions, your mind. And I need to make sure I have my phone off. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's funny. Life happens, doesn't it? When you least expect it, when you think you have it all planned out, something happens like a phone ringing during my podcast. But you know what? That's life. You roll with it, you acknowledge it, and you move on. And that's what you've got to do with everything. So you've got your homework. Do You don't have to do it. You can ignore this and you can say, oh yeah, that's probably a good idea. Maybe I'll do that next week. No, I mean, you can do that, but don't. If you do, you're going to forget. And you're not going to start working your way out of this stress. Unless, unless if you're the type of person who loves to be bogged down by stress, then don't do anything. <laughs> don't do anything. Just stay where you're at. Be miserable. But I don't think you want to be there. I don't think you want that. So start with what you think you know you can start changing now and do one thing at a time. And you might have to start with your attitude. That might be the first thing you need to work on. And you might need to tell somebody, maybe your, your spouse or a friend, and ask them to hold you accountable. And you can say, I want to start making a difference in my life today. And would you be my, my accountability person when, if you catch me being negative and, and being a downer, can you just let me know and remind me so I can change my attitude? But whatever, whatever comes to your mind, what you need to start working on, do it and don't neglect it. 
I don't want you to be burnt out. I don't want you to have a nervous breakdown. I see my clients that come to see me. I, a lot of them have done that and they're on disability because they didn't take care of their, of their emotions, their mind. And now they're paying for it. There are people in the hospital and getting surgeries and all these other things that are paying for it. They have neglected their emotions. They have allowed stress to infiltrate, to destroy their bodies. And that can happen to you too if you're not careful. So take your life back. Let 2016 be the year that you really learn to keep calm. And I want to encourage you. I want to come alongside you and be your cheerleader. But I also want to kick you in the pants and get you going. (laughs) So this is my virtual kick in the pants. So do this. Listen to what I have to say. Don't just blow me off, okay? All right. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So uh, make sure... Make sure today, I hope on your list, if you want to keep calm, that you check out keepcalmacademy.com. I've really been working hard on this. I know it will help you. And if you want to check out the free version, it's a mini, uh, I call it the survival kit. So you can check that. It's free. You can get it right now. It's keepcalmacademy.com slash kit, K-I-T. And you can... You can look at all of this, everything that I've talked about. You can go to my website at johncordray.com and you can find it there as well. It's a resource for you to keep calm. And that's what I want. That's what my passion in life is to help you keep calm. That's why I am the calm expert. That's why I'm here on my podcast and Periscope. All right, guys. Thank you so much. You are awesome for listening. And this is going to be a great year. I know it. This is going to be your year. Take your life back in 2016. You know what? If I had a bumper sticker, I wish I could say that. Take your life back in 2016. Yes, you can do this. All right. Thank you so much again. Make sure you follow me at John P. Cordray, Twitter, Periscope, you name it, Snapchat. I'm out there. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, okay? Have a wonderful day. And remember, I'm your chief encouragement officer, your CEO. Keep calm and follow John. Take care. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.